podcast called Live in the Stream comes to you each week. Streaming recommendations during NFL season, it's not just tongue and cheek. Quarterback, defense, tight end recommendations based on opposition matchup. Here are your podcast hosts, JJ Zacharyson and Danny Carter, Living the Stream. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Living the Stream. I'm JJ Zacharyson, the late round quarterback, and I am joined by my lovely, lovely, lovely co host, Denny Carter. Denny, what's going on? Man, not much. I'm uh, just letting Jesus take the wheel, as, as per usual. Yeah, dude, it's going to be quite the Jesus week. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about on the Savior of Mankind front. We do, we do. How is, how is your week four, Denny? Oh, it was it was good. It was solid overall. I got bailed out by the Packers defense in a couple spots that uh, uh, it was it was it was looking uh, it, was, it was looking not so great uh, for a little while, and then the the Packers really came through. So I was happy that uh, that you know uh, my defenses at least for one week were not a disaster. Yeah, this week this week your uh, your mentions weren't as as uh, <laughs> flaming. No, no. Here, here's the thing though. So when I when I have a bad you know bad defense week. I, my mentions are on fire all Sunday, right? Yeah. And then, so the Packers did well. We, I, you know, we pushed them on the pod. Uh, I get one, one polite tweet, one nice tweet that says, uh, "Packers got me twenty-one. Thanks, dude." <laughs> and that's wow. it. And that's wow. it. I was like, I was like, "You're welcome. Way to go." This is this is how things work. It was it was also amazing how people were like like talking about or telling me that I was a week early on Nick Foles. And it's like, that's not, that's not how it works guys. Like it has nothing to do with, with what, like, cause Nick Foles balled out on Sunday, which, which by the way, Denny, can we now officially like, can we just use that as the example that every quarterback in the NFL is relevant in fantasy football in some way? Yes. Well, and, and his performance against Seattle, but yeah, I mean, getting back to the point about you were a week early. I mean, that, that goes along with the thinking of, you know, Eli Manning, I dropped Eli Manning, you know, not me, but you know, theoretically, the uh, I dropped Eli Manning after week one, and then he goes off in whatever it was, week two or three. Right. Well, yes, because his matchup was much better. But <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's such a it's such a weird, like ridiculous thing. But it was I was I was pretty mad at Nick Foles. I sent I sent him a letter today. Well, I think we have to readmit him into Living the Stream University. Oh man. Which I mean, but that's okay because we're a for profit institution and we can just take we can just steal his private student loans. So <laughs> Right, right, right. We need we need we need them to like there there needs to be like a legit test that they need. Like like the the equivalent of an SAT that these quarterbacks need to pass in order to actually be on in, in living the stream university. Yeah, well, I Is it is it breathing? Like a, a starting quarterback that's breathing is that the test? Well, I mean for, for our purposes, yes. Uh, someone who is <laughs> someone who is behind center to start an NFL game. That's right, <laughs> right. They're 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 in the university. Yeah, you're, so, you're in. So not 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 Brian Hoyer. No, no, not not Brian. Although I I was sort of looking forward to him starting, but oh well. Dude, he just he just feeds DeAndre Hopkins. I know that that was the most that saved me on just everywhere this week was DeAndre Hopkins' yeah. performance, and it was all I mean it all, he had like eight targets on the final drive of that game. Like it was it's just it's crazy. Brian Hoyer just targets him, and then he was and then freaking Vontae Davis is in a walking boot this week. Dude, DeAndre Hopkins is gonna crack two hundred targets. Oh, it's 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 almost a lock. That, they have they have 
nothing. That's amazing to me. 200 targets. Well, the thing is, is that that defense is not even close to, to playing as well as they should. Well, so they're playing from behind all the time, and that matters a lot for wide receivers because they start to see that volume. If, if J.J. Watt had worked harder in the offseason, I think, I think the, the Texans would be. But you know what? You, you can't make everybody work hard. You have, you have prima donnas, you know, J.J. Watt, whatever. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, less less hard knocks, more working, guys. Yeah, how about, try that next offseason, J.J. Watt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude. He he put dude, he gives he gives JJ such a bad name. <laughs> He's the king of douche. Are there are there any are there any good JJs out there other than other than me, of course? Yeah, other than you. Uh is It's kind there, of a douchey name, huh? Isn't there a base a baseball player JJ something? Uh There's there was JJ Stokes. Oh, well he was There's JJ Abrams. He was a thing. Oh yeah, he he does movies. Yeah, he does he does some of that stuff. <laughs> It's it's a pretty douchey name. I'm like, like you know, like when I introduce myself, I'm still kind of embarrassed that I go by initials. But but you always have. It's not like you. I mean, that's yeah. I know. I always, I have since I was born. Right. So it's not like you changed it or something. I mean, I know. Well, I get actually. It's more of the other. Like, remember the people in elementary school that would just randomly like change their name one year? Yes. Uh, those are those are the worst people in America because they always grew up and they're terrible people. What? Well, <laughs> <laughs> They're awful. It's just across the board. I uh, when I went to college, uh, I did not correct my professors when they called when they called roll and they said Craig Carter, mm. and because you know I'm not going to stand up in a lecture hall of 600 people and be like, um, excuse me, actually, right, exactly, I actually, I go by Denny. You know, yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to go. I'm going to take the Craig bullet and we're going to go from there. So anyway, people would hear that and then they would like. Like call you know after class, hey Craig, and I would not respond. I, just, <laughs> I would just like walk away until I realized, oh my god, they were calling me. Right, right. Well, that's like like my first name's Jeffrey, and I remember whenever teachers would call roll, you know, when, before we matured and and beat, we went to college, people would like laugh at me, like, oh my god, your name's Jeffrey. Like it's this hilarious joke well, that my name is one of the most common names in America. Yeah. Jeffrey, is that that's the punchline? Yeah, exactly. People would laugh at me. I'm like, why are you laughing at me? You should be laughing at me because I'm going by JJ. <laughs> You're laughing for the wrong reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah sometimes, wrong sometimes we would be in the lecture hall and the professor would call on me and I would just look, look, look at her and just be like, what? Like, <laughs> right. Oh, 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 you said Craig, right. Okay, let me, uh, let me uh, look right. at the book real quick. Yeah, I'm not, I'm definitely not used to mine either. But anyway. All right, Denny, uh, before we look at what happened last week, first I want to let everyone know to go to lateroundqb.com slash shop, take a look at some t-shirts, and maybe purchase some t-shirts, and all proceeds go to No Kid Hungry. Yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen uh, any t-shirt pictures lately, so if you... No, if you, no, especially... I, and Alex Smith has two straight 300-yard performances. We need more Jesus Schmidt... Smith, Jesus Schmidt. <laughs> Jesus Smith shirts. Speaking of which, we should make a Ruffle Wilson t-shirt yeah no we that's actually been in demand i've gotten a few tweets like that but yeah yeah, okay. yeah mean, seriously happen. tweet us your picture we'll we will retweet it without ridicule i promise yeah uh, uh and denny we have a sponsor too of this podcast we do it's called dailyfantasycafe.com and i write a weekly article for them uh looking at dfs implications for for every game um their stack generator is a really cool tool that uh, you know, I think some people may be skeptical of of algorithms and, and, and generator machine type things that that uh, 
uh, yeah, that show you, that kind of point you in the right direction. But I, I find it very helpful. Um, uh, I, you know, the, last week I had a couple, a couple nice stacks that that worked out because of, um, because of the generator. So check it out. It's uh, dailyfantasycafe.com. Word. All right, week four, Denny. Uh, let's start with defenses. Let's start with the good, the defenses. You had the Packers defense as one of the streamers against the Colin Kaepernick's. Colin Kaepernick looks like he shouldn't. He he actually is not part of this university. I, uh, how can you possibly play him? You know, I I, don't, I have no idea. Even though he's still like, it, it, he's one of those guys. He's still putting out something, just because of the rushing yards he's putting together. Mm-hmm. But it's not comfortable whatsoever. Nor is it sustainable week to week. Uh, so the Packers defense was a top five unit. They put up 15 points according to what I'm looking at, but I know it was more on other sites. Uh, and then you also had the Chargers who were okay against the, the Browns in terms of fantasy points scored. They looked like crap against the Browns. Um, and then the Colts who, you know, we were off. If you guys aren't looking at our Twitter account on Sundays and Saturdays and so on, uh, we are updating our picks a little bit just to give a little bit more insight. So when Andrew Luck was rolled out, uh, we weren't as high on the Colts because the the game obviously was going to be closer and therefore the Colts weren't going to have a giant lead and Blake Bortles throwing interceptions and blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Uh, so we, we tweeted that and we made it known that the Chargers and Packers were our top two options with the Colts kind of below them. Um, tight end, Chucky Clay, man. Hey. Charles Clay, one of the best tight ends of the week at 20.1 PPR points. His ownership shot up towards the end of the week. Uh He's he's still I mean he's still out there on a decent amount of waiver wires but it's it, it shot up like forty percent. Yeah, hey, look at uh, he. Let's see, only three tight ends in the league are more targeted than Charles Clay through four weeks. Yeah, I mean it was it was an awesome performance. Um, and then Eric Ebron was another guy I just brought up, even though Clay was our top guy. Ebron got hurt unfortunately uh, in that game on Monday night. He scored four point two PPR points, um, which was not great, Bob. Um, the the, the quarterbacks um it was it was a really strange week for quarterbacks because like qb5 only scored like four more points than qb18 like it was just it was one of those weeks where like you you really had to try hard to lose at the quarterback position this week aka play joe flacco who scored eight points Mm. aka aka draft andrew luck i'm so glad we didn't go flacco with our yeah i know me too yeah so we went Derek carr who scored 14 which would have been a lot better if not for Roy Hulu dropping or dropping a pass and it going directly into a defender's hands. Yes. And then a touchdown being reversed. So Derek Carr had three touchdowns and one of them got, got reversed. That game script just didn't – it was really weird. It was like – because I, I watch Red Zone Channel on Sundays and I'm watching – it's when the Steelers aren't playing especially. But um, I, I'm watching Red Zone Channel and like the whole first half, they're going to the Oakland-Chicago Oakland, uh, game like – a lot. Right, right. And in the second half, it's like it didn't exist anymore. It's like the apocalypse happened in Chicago and nothing matters. Like it was yeah. it was crazy. They just they just stopped showing that game. It's because nothing was happening. Nothing. So yeah. Um so that was that was kind of unfortunate because Carr basically put together that entire performance in the first half. So he could have had a lot better of a day. But I think, you know, process was good, the result was okay. You know, did definitely didn't kill you if you used Carr last week. No. Um and then we mentioned Ryan Fitzpatrick who uh, had the Konami code going a little bit against Miami. He put up 14 points. And then another thing, I tweeted out Jay Cutler uh, being an, an option when he was healthy. I mean, the Oakland secondary is atrocious. Like, it's so bad. 
Uh, and even with Alshon Jeffrey, Jay Cutler was definitely a streaming option. He ended up putting together a 17.24 point yeah. performance. Yeah, we tweeted about that, right? From yeah, yeah, yeah. Went out and tweeted it before yeah. the before the game started. Um, so yeah, if you if you were able to slide Cutler, and you were definitely happy about his performance in Week Four. Did, uh, did so, the uh, did, did the Millionaire Maker winner uh, have Josh McCown? I'm not completely sure. I I think I may may have seen. I don't know, but so yeah, that or Alex, Alex Smith was up there for a while too. Oh yeah, it might have been Alex. Yeah, because Alex threw for like three hundred and ninety thousand yards. Right. Well, tip and typically no touchdowns, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was like it, his performance was exactly what happened against Pittsburgh last yeah. year when we streamed him. Yeah, it's amazing. The exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So okay, that does it for week four. Let's look forward to week five, Denny. Talk about some defenses. Yeah. So the the top uh, pickup off your waiver wire really should be needs to be the Giants' defense. Um, they play at home uh, against the Colin Kaepernick's, as we mentioned. And uh, and they, they're just in a really good spot. I mean, they're favored um, by by more than a little. And uh, <laughs> and and uh, you know the and so really, uh, there's a lot of reason to think that the 49ers will once again uh, be in a you know face a negative game script that will force Kaepernick to go to the air like we saw against the Packers. And uh, that's that's just a good thing for, for, for right now and go, going forward. That, that is a good thing. The, the San Francisco offensive line, as you saw last week, is, is a mess. Um, the Giants defense, I, I actually don't think, you know, just numbers-wise, they're actually not very good. But right. that doesn't matter uh, here. They just have, this is a, just, just a, a, plus, a plus matchup. Um, so if the Giants are out there, uh, you need to you need to really prioritize getting them. I, I I would prioritize them over you know like say if you need like a streaming tight end or something, I would I would prioritize the Giants over that. I think I'm I'm fairly confident in this one. Of course, you know I have been in the past. So we'll- hey, and for what it's worth, uh, the schedule adjusted m- metrics that were that we use at NumberFire have the Giants as the twelfth best unit this year. Wow. So, so they've actually they've it's because of the last couple of weeks and how they performed, but yeah. um, I mean they they've been better. Yeah, well, since, that, since the start of the year, the 49ers have given up forty five fantasy points to their opponents to the opposing defenses over the last two weeks. Yeah, I mean it's horrible. That's and it's not like the Packers are good defensively. In the industry, we say that's not quote good. So yeah, it's um, not not hashtag good. No, uh, my my other pick and and much. Much further down on the uh, on the totem pole would be the Chargers. Um, like you said, I mean, you know, they they did okay last week just because Josh McCown McCown a little bit, um, uh, but uh, they play uh, your boy uh, Michael Vick and uh, at home uh, they are favorites. So that you know that's the two 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 of the things we look for um, at home. Uh, and favored by Vegas, and also a turnover-prone quarterback. And hey, what do you know? Yeah, Michael, Michael Vick's dropping and, back, and and one that that quite literally just collapses to the ground whenever there's pressure. Yeah, so I mean, it's like it's like it's like Peyton Manning, but it's it's from a guy that used to run like a four-two forty. Yeah, and last week the Ravens uh, really didn't do anything on defense and managed uh, six fantasy points against. Um, 
against the Steelers. Uh, they they collected four sacks. Uh, so you know the, the the hope you know if you're if you're playing the Chargers and I I think it's a fine playing like a twelve or fourteen team league. Uh, if you're playing the Chargers, the hope is that Philip Rivers and that um, passing offense really exploits the Steelers' the secondary, which I think it will. And then the Steelers kind of become one dimensional, and and Vic has to go ahead and throw the ball up in the air a little bit. Throw throw some dimes to Martavis Bryant. I mean, along with that. Maybe a pick or two, yeah. so uh, yeah. so that, yeah, Chargers and but but first and foremost the Giants. The Giants are are available by the way in like ninety five percent of leagues. I saw that. I'm a little surprised, but but yeah, I mean I'm I I'm going to use them in all of my redraft leagues. This yeah, week. except Apex because I'm going to pick them up. Uh shoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my plan my plan is spoiled. Uh, all right, so from a quarterback standpoint, this is a week of... Jesus, take the it's beautiful. We have, we have a, a Jesus debate, Denny. We have, we have Alex Jesus Smith, the, the, the historic Jesus, versus new Jesus, Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler is new Jesus. Based on... Based on so Martellus Bennett, the Bears tight end was asked by someone in the media, is Jay Cutler too, too often criticized? And Martellus Bennett said, they threw rocks at Jesus, and Jesus was an excellent guy who did a lot of awesome stuff. So so, so Martellus Bennett, I mean, for those of you who, who can't tell, he's inferring that Jay Cutler is Jesus. I mean, what does that, what does that mean? Do we, know, do we not know something about Jay Cutler's like personal life? Is he... Like a he's saint, awesome. He's he's amazing. I mean, does he like give cigarettes to local you know kids in need? I so okay. I, if you are listening with your child, just just turn it off for a second. <laughs> I had there's a friend a friend of a friend I was talking to at a party once, and he said that he he lived next his apartment complex in Chicago was next to where Jay Cutler was living, and Jay Cutler had a Wi-Fi there. Okay. And Jay Cutler's Wi-Fi was called Jay's Pussy Palace. Oh my god! I'm sorry that I never shared this on the podcast, and I'm sorry for those of you that 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 didn't want to hear that on that's, here. That's the most fratty thing I've ever. It's heard. the most fratty thing ever, right? So that's that's a thing that that Jay Cutler does that apparently makes him awesome. That is, oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. Wow. So Jay Cutler, Jay Cutler is is I mean is he like the Antichrist now because I mean like what, what where, how are we categorizing this? he he doesn't come off yeah he doesn't come off as because he's uh, not likable yeah I mean he's, he's completely and totally unlikable on every level right on every level uh, right. um, you know he just kind of mopes around the field he doesn't talk to his teammates he sits on the bench and just watches the game he, he, you know even when he throws a touchdown he's just like yeah well what are you, what are you gonna do you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, like. Uh, so here's a dilemma. Okay, this is the Jesus take the wheel week, and it's not because of Alex Smith per se. Because no. Denny, Denny and I, Denny and I talked, and our number one streamer is actually going to go to Jay Cutler. <laughs> after all that, after after all that, we're actually we're actually going to give it to Jay Cutler, and it's crazy. I really hope Alshon goes for sure because that'll definitely help his situation. Sure. Um, I was, you know, at first I was like, yeah, it's Alex Smith. It's going to be Alex Smith. But then I, I dug into the, in, into this matchup a little bit more. So 
the the Chiefs are like huge, huge favorites. They're nine and a half point favorites, and they have a twenty seven point five implied team total. So that's the fourth best in the NFL this week. So like Alex Smith has a lot going for him, considering how well total team totals um, correlate with with fantasy output at the quarterback position. So he's in a good spot. I'll talk about him in a second. The thing that I looked at though too, Denny is that Jay Cutler as a touchdown or more favorite is better than than out of that split. Really? He, he actually yeah, he actually averages over 20 fantasy points per game whenever oh. he's whenever he's a or sorry, underdog, not favorite. Right, right. When, right. when he's an, a, a touchdown or more underdog. The Chiefs secondary as we know is horrible. It's been terrible. It ranks 24th against the pass according to number fire metrics when it's schedule adjusted. Um, quarterbacks against Kansas City. You had Ryan Mallett and, and Brian Hoyer combining for 20 points in week 1. Peyton Manning, who has struggled, scored over 20 points in Week 2. Aaron Rodgers threw five touchdowns in Week 3, and Andy Dalton just lit them up for 18.5 in Week 4. Yeah. So the, the, the matchup is perfect. Right. So, I mean, if Alshon goes especially, Cutler Cutler's in a good spot, man. I And, and this is one of those situations where, where, you know, I don't love picking quarterbacks that are going to have big deficits and not going to be ahead, but I think that in this case – they're not necessarily going to be behind because of Jay Cutler. I think, you know, the defense is so bad for Chicago that, and, and, and the secondary is so bad for Kansas City that we might end up seeing kind of a, a, a shootout in this game. I, I, I like it to be pretty high scoring. Um, on the Kansas City side, I, I think this game sets up for Jamal to, yeah. go, to go nuts. Yeah. Um, that's the fear too. Of it, definitely the fear. Yeah, just personally, I, I just just looking at it a little bit. I just I think that this shaped well, up for uh, him to have one of his uh, one of his nutty uh, statistical performances. But um, not only are the Chiefs bad, they're they're the worst actually uh, without adjusting for schedule um, against uh, against the pass or against quarterbacks. But quarterbacks are really efficient against them. They they're averaging uh, 0.59 fantasy points per attempt. Uh, against uh, against the Chiefs, and that is that is a bottom three number. So, yeah. um, you know, they, it's not it's not like Cutler will. It, it's not like we're just hoping Cutler throws forty five times here. It does. He doesn't have to. Andy Dalton threw twenty four times and and threw for three hundred and twenty one yards last week right. against this Chiefs secondary. There, it's 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 banged up, uh, and it's it's just really bad. An experience right now. too. Yeah, and the other thing too, to your point about it being in Jamal Charles week. The, you know, we, we've mentioned before that when, when quarterbacks are favorites in games, they generally score more fantasy points. And I looked at Alex Smith's splits, and he's actually – he scores worse whenever he's a touchdown or more favorite than out of the split. Wow. So, so you, have, you have two quarterbacks that kind of are, are breaking the trend, and that's kind of what made me go on to Cutler as opposed to Smith. But let me talk about Smith because, you know, he has – like I said, he has the highest team total on the week – I mean, it's New England, Green Bay, Atlanta, who's playing Washington, and Kansas City. Those are the those are the top four teams. Uh, so you know, Vegas thinks that they're going to score twenty seven and a half points against Chicago, and the the, the Bears defense ranks thirtieth overall according to number fire metrics and twenty fifth against the pass. Uh, dating back to last season, Chicago has allowed at least one passing touchdown in every fantasy relevant game, aside from like week week sixteen last year, I think it was against Matthew Stafford. Um, so. And the other thing too, Denny, Alex Smith has been a QB one three of the first four weeks of the season. Wow, really? Yeah, I mean he's been he's been he's been torching. Hmm. He's been he's been great. 
but yeah, I mean, even still, I think both of them are very, very good options. Let's just say Cutler's one A and Alex Smith is one B. Would you agree with that? I, I would. I I just I think that Alex has a nice floor. I just think that Cutler has a much better ceiling in this one. Yeah, and it's more fun to to just go for the ceiling plays. I know, I know that's I know that's uh, uh, not not your style, but uh, no, I, I mean, like it's one of those things. You know, obviously we're keeping track of who we're picking and stuff like that, and we can, we'll go over everything periodically and whatever, and definitely at the end of the season. But it's one of those things where people can kind of choose what they want. You know, like they could go the route of having a floor with Alex Smith, depending on their ro- roster construction, or they can take the chance and have the higher ceiling with Jay Cutler. Mm-hmm. And I think this week there's plenty to like about Cutler to the point where I'm totally fine with him being the number one guy. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, And then the other guy I want to mention is Blake Bortles, who's playing Tampa Bay. This is a, a deeper play. Blake Bortles is somehow a top 10 quarterback in fantasy football. Um, each, each starting quarterback has thrown a pat- touchdown pass against Tampa Bay this year. They were terrible last year against the pass. Uh, like I said, Bortles himself, he's ranked 10th, 16th, and 6th. And quarterback rankings over the last three weeks, um, and they, you know, the Bucks like they're 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 bad against the pass. They rank twenty third according to number five metrics. So um, Bortles isn't in a terrible spot. I don't like that they're underdogs. I don't like their team totals really low. So that's why I really wouldn't prioritize him off your waiver wire. He's more of like a fourteen team, you know, couple teams rostering more than one quarterback kind of guy. So that's, those are the three. Those are the three. I, I I should mention Josh McCown too against Baltimore, but I don't think that I want to. Oh, I I actually I've, I've been on McCown in tournaments the last couple of weeks just because you know why not, and uh, and DFS tournament. But I, I yeah I mean he's it's still a very shaky thing. But they can't run the ball like the Browns. Right. They can't and they don't and you know even if they wanted to and so he's just like. He's dropping back a ton and 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 yeah. passing and you know you know Gary Barnage who is obviously the you know best tight end in the league. Okay. He sounds like a guy that like owns a landscaping company. I know, yeah, right. We have to call uh, uh, Gary Barnage to you know cut the uh, cut the grass next week. Yeah, yeah, do some do some overseeding for us, Gary. Yeah. Gary, my grass is my grass is too long. Yeah, that's uh, that, that, that you got you got him and, and Larry Donald the the accountant. <laughs> Anyway, all right, Denny, let's talk about tight ends. Who you got? Uh, well, uh, I think it's you know pretty obvious to go to keep to keep going to the Charles Clay. Well, uh, right now they uh, like I said, he's the fourth most targeted tight end in football, and he's running uh, thirty-one uh, pass routes per game, which is a really nice, healthy number. Um, I guess it helps that Sammy Watkins is out or was out last week. Yeah. Have you heard anything about his status? I have not, but that definitely is, is helpful that, you know, a potential five to 10 targets is just being kind of littered around. Yeah. So, you know, I just, I think that, uh, that he's actually, you know, much more than a streamer for right now and the, and the Titans. So the, the, the Titans on paper don't look like, like a, like a really horrible team against, um, uh, against tight ends but if you consider that okay so they so week two they shut down our boy gary barnage um <laughs> for one catch for 17 yards um but in the other two weeks now they were on a bye on week four in the other two weeks um they gave up um let see five catches for 110 and two touchdowns to uh um austin safari and jenkins in tampa and then they gave up uh seven catches for 83 yards uh, to Indianapolis tight ends in week three. So it's just, uh, 
it's a, a it, it's a solid matchup. Yeah. Uh, the guy that I'm just going to bring up as well uh, is Owen Daniels, dad runner galore. The, the, he, he is he is the ultimate dad runner. He just is. The guy, outside of probably Witten, who is he, well, amazing. Well, I mean, but, but Daniels is like, is like brutally slow. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, you're, you're definitely right. Jason, Jason Witten, like, like Owen Dan, like if we were to compare, like if they were to not have, if they never played football, right? Jason Witten would be the guy with dad bod, right? <laughs> and, and Owen Daniels would be the guy with the giant beer gut after college. That, that's, that's, that, those are, those are the, those are, that's the comparison. If they, if they had never touched a football before. Yeah. But Owen Daniels, I mean, he's playing against Oakland. Every single tight end in PPR leagues that's faced Oakland has finished as a top two tight end. Mm. Now, I, I don't, I'm not as into Owen Daniels as I would be, uh, you know, you know, obviously like Martellus Bennett last week. Because I think I think number one, people are underestimating a guy like Gary Barnage and what he is in his offense, or a guy like Crockett Gilmore and what he is in his offense compared to what Owen Daniels is to his. Mm-hmm. I think personally that this game sets up really well for Emmanuel Sanders um, over a guy like Owen Daniels. But I still think Owen Daniels is definitely worth a look in deeper leagues, and, and, and I mean even twelve teamers, whatever. Uh, just because of how bad that the Oakland secondary is and how bad they are defending tight ends. Yeah, uh, I I'm not going to be all over Daniels like I was uh, Bennett. Like I had Bennett exactly. EFS right. everywhere last week for obvious reasons. But um, but yeah, I think that uh, Sanders is the kind of guy. Actually, uh, Johnny Rumford on Twitter pointed out that Sanders runs you know similar underneath kind of routes where you know uh, linebackers and safeties often often have to deal with them so those linebackers and safeties for oakland are so so awful in coverage i think that i think that the play might you know for dfs purposes the play just might be to to go uh go sanders and 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 maybe clay or someone else if you want to go cheap at tight end yeah i definitely agree with you and then did you have you have another one don't you yes uh so jordan reed uh is uh not definitely out yet but he has another concussion he's in the protocol so I think it's I think it's safe to assume that he's not going to play uh, this week against Atlanta. Uh, Washington is uh, slated to face a, a negative game script. I mean they're they're big underdogs um, on the road uh, against a, a pass uh, uh, against a, an offense that should eat them alive, right? I mean, yeah, it, definitely. I just Julio Jones is going to catch thirty balls this weekend. Yeah, at least at least. Um, and uh, I'm embarrassed to say that I I lost the the name of the Washington tight end. Derek Carrier. Carrier, there he is. So Carrier's twenty five hundred dollars. Uh, just for example, on DraftKings, I just can't I can't avoid him there. But uh, streaming wise, I think that he uh, I think that he makes for a really a really solid play in like a really deeply like fourteen team league, maybe deep benches. Um, he's definitely out there on your waiver wire, and he ran 22 routes in Jordan Reed's absence last week. Saw two targets, you know, which is nothing. But uh, you know, uh, in a game that could see Kirk Cousins throw it a lot, we all know that that um, that he likes his uh, his his underneath targets. Uh, I think Carrier could um, could have a, could have a decent uh, floor and ceiling in the in this. Yeah, one. definitely. I mean, if you if you um, think about it, the the Redskins utilize their tight ends so much and that's probably partially why they always get hurt 
I mean, they're they're they're. I mean, they have three now that are that are injured with Paulson, Niles Paul, and now Jordan Reed. But the other thing too is, I mean, last year the the team as a whole had the fourth most receptions in the NFL, and that was really the transition to this year and being high on Jordan Reed in your in your fantasy drafts is because they just utilize it so much. And by the way, if you're listening to this podcast right now, just do a quick Derek Carrier Google search and look at the first image that pops up, and that's the guy that you're streaming this week. <laughs> It's it's kind of do it right now. Hey, I'm doing it. We'll wait. While while we're waiting, I want to tell you to go to lateroundqb.com/slash. <laughs> what? <in the world? laughs> right? Yeah. It's so it's it's a picture of him. It's a picture of him with with old man haircut because he's clearly being hazed, and that's his Wikipedia photo. That is so bizarre. Oh my god. I mean, that's humiliating. I feel so bad for him. <laughs> I feel awful yeah. for him. He's not. He's not even like if you click other pictures, he's not a bad looking guy. He's 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 handsome enough. Yeah, listen, it, this is your homework. This is your living the stream homework. Google image Derek Carrier. <laughs> yeah, that's all you gotta do. Oh, and so, somebody make it their avatar, please. Yeah, tweet us. Tweet us. I, actually, tweet us with a picture of you looking at the picture of of Derek Carrier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's really what we want we want you pointing at the picture of Derek carrier on your computer and we want you to tweet it to us and we'll retweet it that's the incentive is that we're going to retweet that photo this is the most meta challenge <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing ever all right let's recap uh owen daniels Derek carrier and charles clay uh we got blake bortles as a deep deep guy and then obviously the two jesuses and then at defense, the San Diego Chargers against the Michael Vicks. And the number one defense is the New York Giants against the Colin Kaepernicks. Yeah, they're, they're no longer known as the 49ers. No, definitely not. All right, Denny, let us look at some Twitter questions. We have, obviously, a decent amount because that's what happens on this podcast. All right, our first one is at MK underscore Schooner. Uh, you dissed me on the pod in air and should now do something nice, like send me a Ruffle Wilson tea or having me on the pod. So I just want to apologize. It was the guy last week, I think, who I think it was the one who mentioned that uh, about the the Redskins defense. Or it was something a while back, and we dissed him. And I want to say I'm sorry, MK Schooner. Oh yeah, we misunderstood the question, but it... I don't think I don't think it was the Redskins one though. I think it was something. It was it was something the previous week, and I had it saved under our favorites. So I'm just saying right now at MK underscore Schooner, we're very sorry and we love you. Yeah, I'm. We're we we were jerks. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Next one at J uh, J Segovia two three three two. Huge flex problems. Yeah, I do too because I hit the gym. Uh, C- <laughs> C- 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 <laughs> delete dude, the pod. Del- no, we gotta have, we gotta have dad jokes on here, dude. That is um, CJ Anderson, Rashad Jennings, David Johnson, Ryan Matthews, or Vincent Jackson in a PPR league. Oof, that's all very quite ugly, except for Vincent Jackson. I kind of yeah, like. This. I, I, I do Vincent Jackson. <laughs> um, this next one is from at Bo dot dot. Need help at tight end. Trade John Brown, my wide receiver three, for Charles Clay. Sure. Would you do that? I wouldn't do it. No. I mean, I mean, Brown is not shaping up to be a guy you can just plug and play. I, I don't know. Uh, fine. I, well, I, it, fine, Denny. Did he you say? Win. Did he say it's a ten team or twelve? Or no, he didn't. Yeah, that that really depends. But I'm not totally opposed to that. Honestly, I, I think Charles Clay is. Um, you know, I mean, would you be shocked if he finishes like a top seven tight end? 
Um, maybe not shocked. <laughs> but that's would... kind of where that's kind of where he would need to finish, right? To like come back to like bring back value on something like that. Of course, I, it's, I... it's it's not a terrible trade. Of course, I'm banking. I'm banking on the on the insane. So, um, but maybe I don't know. You know what? Now that I think about it, maybe it's maybe I'm being an idiot here. I mean, I don't think it's that. I mean, it's kind of a trade that doesn't matter that much. Probably not. To, to be fair. Uh, the next one, uh, at Doe underscore Anson. Who are the two best waiver wire ads? Tavon Austin, Leonard Hankerson, Duke Johnson, Kamar Aiken, Rashad Jennings. Definitely Duke Johnson. Really? Dude, Duke Johnson has 17 targets in those last two games. Oh, damn. Wow. And 15 catches. Um, I like Duke Johnson and Leonard Hankerson. There. I do. I, I have to say Hankerson over Austin because, I mean, you know, mostly I side with the bigger receiver and uh, that Rams offense mostly is terrible. And yeah. that Falcons offense is on fire and Hankerson is is the number two target. Yeah. Uh, this next one says, is at Dean Becerra, he said, please handicap the odds. Jason Witten leaves game with injury versus Jason, Jason Witten leaves game because he senses that his kids have messed with the thermostat back at home. <laughs> Not, no, no, no. He doesn't sense it. He has that app on his phone. That, <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. And he checks it at, He checks it during every timeout, during halftime. You know, I'm surprised he hasn't been fined yet. During TV timeouts, he, he he checks the app and he's like, "Good, it's set on 71." I swear to God, if that changes. Yeah, and then he's he's just looking to make sure his garage door is closed and stuff like that. Right. At the same time. So it's probably probably that's the odds-on favorite there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, at Jay Strizzy 18, he said, "Do I start Dalton this week versus Seattle, or do I pick up Alex Smith or Blake Bortles or Josh McCown?" Oh boy. I would I would not start uh, Dalton this week. I just I can't even even I think it's at home right it's in Cincinnati but I I just I can't can't yeah. do it no I can't either so who are the other options Alex Smith is one of them yeah so Alex I think I would play play Alex so I'm trying to look at yeah so Cincinnati's one point favorites over Seattle and they have a 22.75 team total I mean it's not set up poorly I just that's that's a very very difficult thing to do yeah. is to start a perennially mediocre quarterback against Seattle. Uh, next one at Arthur Stanny he said, "What should people do with Jonathan Stewart?" Um, step one: light your body on fire. <laughs> oh my god, that means I have to do that. I <laughs> get ready to do that. Uh, I don't know. You can't. Can you start him confidently? No, you can't. He every week it's the same thing. Every week this is the breakout. This is the break. It, the, the the Panthers running game is Cam Newton, right? And and Jonathan Stewart's favorite stat line is eighteen carries for fifty six yards. That, yeah, I mean if that's if you if you just get, if you have to have five to seven fantasy points, then go ahead and plug him in. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm totally against John, and I, that sucks because I have a decent amount of him in those MFL tens. He's never going to score a touchdown. No, I mean because he's, really he's like he's like back to like like slow gimpy kind of kind of fat jonathan stewart right but, yeah, don't no don't say that we're gonna get comments on, on itunes now no oh, crap but anyway he's and so he's not gonna like break a long a long run i mean he you know he he cannot run anybody and, and and cam newton takes every rush inside the 10 so you know right next one at griffin post he said better add for the rest of the season hearns Haker, hankerson or Tavon. uh hank I think I'd go Hankerson too. I think we're going to see Hearns kind of 
not be this consistent. Hearns is the wide receiver 19 right now. Yeah, it's kind of, I have to say, it's close for me. It's close. Yeah, between him and Hearns, right? Yeah, you know, Eric Stoner on Twitter, who is a Jaguars fan slash expert, um, <laughs> he, uh, uh, he calls Alan Hearns the better Alan. Wow. Over Robinson. And I, I don't think it's in total jest. It might be in a little bit of jest, but... I mean, Hearns has outscored Robinson this year. Yeah, wow. So far, so. Um, this next one is at Gill's username. He said, it's Jordan Reed injury season. Does that mean we hashtag get Derek Carrier on living the stream? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Especially if, if, if he has his head shaved the way that he does on Wikipedia. Oh, man, we would we would love to see that. Yes, through the podcast. Uh, next one, at Griffey Schmurda. Duke Johnson, Latavius Murray, Jeremy Hill, or Matt Jones? Pick two, please. Uh, not Matt Jones. I, I can't do Matt Jones. I can't start him right now. <laughs> like, Chris Thompson is getting, like, a, over a third of the snaps in that backfield. Yeah. Rest, like, in, peace. Just, rest in peace, Alfred Morris, by the way. Yeah, rest in peace, that whole backfield. Yeah. Jeremy Hill against Seattle, not in a good spot. Latavius Murray against Denver in a worse spot. Ugh. And Duke, Duke Johnson against Baltimore. If this is a PPR league, Duke Johnson might be like my favorite back of those. I guess, I'm not even kidding. I, like, Yeah, I guess Duke and, and, and for me it would be Duke and Hill. Yeah, me too. Me too. If it's PPR, for sure. Next one, at Fantasy Truther, Bradford or Mariota? Did we? I didn't talk about Bradford or Mariota, did I? No, we didn't. That's because a... both of them aren't stream worthy. But I think I actually think both of them are better options than what we mentioned with Cutler and A. Smith. You would play. You would play both of them over Cutler and Alex. Yeah, I actually like Bradford's spot this week. As as insane as that is, playing against New Orleans, they're five point favorites. They have a twenty six point seven five team total. We've been here. I understand that, but New Orleans secondary is really, really, really bad. No, they ah, they truly so are. Hard. They it's, truly it's, are. It's, they, it's uh, hard. New Orleans is 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 uh, so uh, opposing passers are averaging fifteen yards per completion against New Orleans. That yeah, it's horrible. That is crazy. Um, I'd probably go Mariota over Bradford. I think I would. Yes, I mean, just. I know we don't chase volume, but man, it's tempting against Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo's seeing like 50 passes a game Mm -hmm. attempted against them. So I I, I like Mariota a lot. Yeah. Uh, Next one, at Steinman underscore. Drafted Dez in round one, Alshon in round two, Jay Stu in fourth, and Melvin in the fifth. Shower cry or smoke a pack of Marlboro Marlboro Reds for the next 12 Sundays? Here's, Here's what you do. You get in the shower. You block the water so that you can smoke those Marlboro Reds. While you're showering, so just feel the you know feel the water on your back and just puff away, puff away until you're done with it, and then slump down and cry because that, and tell, that is, tell the wife it's just steam coming from the shower. Yeah, no, seriously, that is uh, that's I mean that the players you I mean that's a disaster. I mean that that is that's, oh yeah, you're going you're not winning another game this year. Adam. No, I mean you're it's you, I can't even be like like oh well you're going to be a plucky little team that's no you're it's finished it's <laughs> you're, done. you're done man it's you're so, done. so yeah so you know uh t- take up um something else this is over yeah no more fantasy football for you at james underscore gordy in two separate leagues i'm dropping cam and dalton huh? or would you caution me to try to hold on to them uh, uh, I would hold on. I would hold on to both of them. I'm totally like we we mentioned this on the podcast before. If a guy like 
whether it's a bad matchup, whether they're on the bye, it's okay for one week to hold on to one more than one quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I do it all the time. That's I all the time. Yeah, the the thing that we uh, caution against is just picking up a backup quarterback just to have one. Exactly. 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 So yes, if you can hold on to those, I mean, obviously it depends on who you would drop, but if you can hold on to them, do it. Next one at Bryant ATC. Drop Matt Jones at this point. Back end of my bench, and I could use more wide receiver depth. Well, I think you would say yes, right? I think if you're in a if you're in a league that's more than ten team or that's less than if you're in a ten team league, sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I didn't know what I was saying. Then. Yeah, right. If you're in a six team league, then drop Matt Jones. Uh, next one at SMGDH is Clay Harbor the best name like a place in the NFL or can we stop off anywhere else? I read that poorly. <laughs> <laughs> I have an education, Benny. Do you? <laughs> I don't know. I'm tired. It's been a long day. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. What is it? Is Clay Harbor the best name like a place in the NFL or can we stop off anywhere else? Is there anybody else who's? I can't think of anything. Place. Of anyone's name that would be a place. If you guys have an answer to this, tweet it at us. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're we're just we're gonna be terrible with this answer. With with the hashtag Dola. Hashtag Dola. <laughs> the next one at hide from friends. Eli or your streamers this week? Ooh. I'd go Eli. Yeah. Yeah. Uh next one. P- same guy. Pick two to start this week. Fitzgerald, A Rob, Moncrief, or CJ Anderson. Not Anderson. God, he can't. I would. This is what I would do. Yeah, definitely not Anderson. He's not part of this. Definitely Fitzgerald. Yeah. And then I would say, if luck goes, play Moncrief. If he doesn't go, a Rob. Even like, though, even though Moncrief is is clearly quarterback and matchup proof, the dude is a monster. He's so. I mean, is it is it too much to say that like by season's end, he could be their number one receiver? No, I mean from a fantasy dude, I've had a lot of Hilton or Moncrief questions. It's it's like, a tough, it's a real thing already. It's a tough call. Yeah, I mean that's that's how things are going. Uh, next one at Hendy LA. My league has two flex spots and no tight end spots. Is it worth using streaming tight end at flex or use a bench wide receiver like Marty Bryant? Well, wait. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's. Your reaction was great. No, so, so let's just Denny, just be kind, okay? Okay. It's, it's you want to use a wide receiver over a tight end, and if you have Martavis Bryant, you want to use Martavis Bryant. There you go. See, that was easy. Yeah, and we weren't total jerks about it. Next one at Geigertron. RB options are Hillman, C.J. Anderson, Abdullah, Ivory, who's on a buy, Jay Stu, who's on a buy, and Car. <laughs> so he puts he puts Ivory parentheses buy, Jay Stu parentheses buy, and then for Carlos in parentheses brain. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Should I pick up Zach Zenner and call it a season? <laughs> good, good one, Geigertron. Geigertron 4000. I both to say that. That was good. That was good. At Kevin John McLeod. That's not how you say your name. I'm sorry. It's McLeod. No, it's not. Because it's, it's M C L E O D. It... McLeod. McC- McLeod. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. See, this is not an easy job reading Twitter handles. McLeod. I'm going to go with McLeod. <laughs> it's definitely not even close to McLeod. It definitely is. Oh, my God. I'm so I, – I, I can't wait till this guy tweets at him. <laughs> oh, man. He said, Florida is killing me this year. Why shouldn't I cut Jordan Cameron if I have Gates? 
why do I why do I do with what oh what what do I do with Mike Evans? Dude, I'm so tired right now. What's Ooh. going on? What does he do with Mike Evans and why should he not cut Jordan Cameron if he has Gates? Uh I mean, yeah, I guess Cameron's cuttable. It makes me really sad, but I guess he is. He is. He is. He's on bye. If you have Gates, you're yeah, fine. Just go with him, I guess. And you gotta just hold Mike Evans right now, unfortunately. Yeah, no, don't don't cut him. Next one, at Shafe underscore Neck. He said, love your show. Thanks. We love Thanks. you. Uh, pick two running backs and a flex to start in standard. Okay. Okay. Just remember these. Amari Cooper, Mike Evans, Ronnie Hillman, Amir Abdullah, DeMarco Murray, David Johnson, Carlos Williams. <laughs> I got to Hillman and then I lost it. I have no idea. I've never okay. it. Pick two running backs and a flex in standard. Two running backs. So I will go with... Um, I'll I'll just go with Carlos Williams, just assuming that he's playing. And we'll go with I guess DeMarco. Yeah. And then Amari Cooper. Actually or, or actually no, Cooper, Evans, and Carlos Williams. Next one. At Jig Zab. Justin Tucker or Antonio Brown in my wide receiver slash kicker flex for the next three to five weeks. Are you scared about Antonio Brown, Benny? Yeah. Are you? I, I, I'm not playing him in any cash games. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I don't think I would do that either, especially if you're going to spend at wide receiver, just go up to Julio. I mean, but that's weird. I mean, he's such a staple. I mean, I, I just, yeah. I, I'm used to playing him every week in cash, so I don't know. Yeah, I have so much season long exposure that it just doesn't matter, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, at 80 underscore J Rod, he said, drop Tyrod for Eli this week in a 10 team league. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. I'd probably still stick with Tyrod. Yeah, you know, Tyrod, I mean, Tyrod and the Bills offense played like garbage, and he still scored 16 points last week. Right. Yeah, he was fine. Uh, next one, at Black Bear Hockey Fan, can you give me some possible names that would be worthy to use a number one priority on? Um, if Duke Johnson and Ronnie Hillman are out there, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against using it on them. Yeah, no, absolutely. And they're out there in like... Like a, like two thirds of leagues. Uh, next one at James Hemming. He said, "As a Tannehill owner, should I trade for Ty God or go full stream?" Well, I mean, don't give up like a lot to get Ty God, but you probably will. Like the owner, the Ty God owner will probably make you. So exactly. just just go stream. That like we said last week, Tannehill is not an every week starter. He was not, not a starting option against the Jets. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he definitely shouldn't. I don't know how there there are still Tannehill owners. No, you're no. Like I said, the the Tannehill the Tannehill God is dead. So just stream. Yeah. Next one at books thirty one. It's a really quick name, quick handle. But in PPR, Moncrief, Evans, or Vincent Jackson for wide receiver two. Moncrief. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, at Dr. Illich, he said, would you recommend Jesus, Alex Smith, or weird-looking Jesus wearing two sizes too big, <laughs> Sam Bradford this week? Uh, um, I think I think I would go Bradford over Alex Smith this week. Yeah, the, I'm, I, I am agreeing only because of the matchup. I still think Bradford is terrible, and I still think that Eagles offense is horrendous, but the matchup is, is ripe. Yeah. Next one at AZ to Seattle favorite end of bench lottery ticket stash. Are we gonna? I think anytime we get this question, I'm just gonna say Kristen Michael. Of course you are. 
I'm not even a truther. That's the thing. I, like I'm not. I'm not even close to a truther. It's kind of borderline at this point. I even wrote in my in my 15 transactions today that the hype that he's always gotten is unwarranted. It's just right now there's actually a legitimate shot that he sees more touches. Like Joseph Randall's been horrible. <sighs> How old is Kristen Michael, by the way? Like 49 or something. Uh, yeah, I mean we've been talking about him for four years. He must not. <laughs> right. I mean, what? Dude, he's he's a gym rat though. He keeps he stays in shape. Man. Um... End of bench stash. End of bench stash. Uh, shoot, I don't know. I mean, I would still if Ty Montgomery's out there, I'd get him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was thinking about him. Um, it's that's fine. I think those are maybe Dorset, Philip Dorset. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's you can say anything that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Next one at Badger. Badger. He said traded Woodhead for Frank Gore today. Mm. How many ears of corn do you give that trade? I give it no ears of corn. Because <laughs> me too. I give it none because you traded away. If it's PPR, then you need to delete the team <laughs> and just and just read more or something. You know, I, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, Frank Gore is horrendous. He, you know. I guess he's the goal line back, so he might like fall until in- they get Ahmad Bradshaw. Yeah, he might like fall into the end zone a few times from here on out. But Woodhead is legit. Yeah, and that offensive line for San Diego is so bad, and the defense is so bad that they're gonna have to use Woodhead. They're like keep having to use Woodhead. This is the whole reason Melvin Gordon hasn't broken out is because the offensive line is in shambles, and they the defense can't do anything. Yes, Woodhead greater than greater than greater than Gore. Yeah, I'm totally agree. Uh, this next one uh, is from at HP Lagrande. With Dan Heron signing for the Bills, should I be buying or selling Japanese yen? Dan Heron was your boy, wasn't he? I love Dan Heron for some reason. <laughs> I had him in Dynasty, and I was like, just wait till Gore gets. Oh, they cut him. Oh, I don't even think I saw the Dan Heron news, but I guess it makes sense with Carlos Williams. What, what is it? What did you say about yen? Yeah, should he be buying or selling Japanese yen? <clears throat> I think this is the wrong pod. <laughs> For that. Next one. At Mojasa, thoughts on Gronk slash Daniels stack at tight end flex as opposed to just going cheap with Daniels at tight end and DK cash. I, I would never I would never play Owen Daniels in a cash game. This well, week. yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's not, this is not like Martellus Bennett situation. Just to reiterate, it's not. Right, yeah. Next one, at Polish Tweeter. With a week with a four week history, would you accept a trade for for Murray and a Moncrief Jones Wait, this isn't this is not a sentence, dude. With a four week history, would you accept a trade for Murray and a Moncrief Jones or Cooper for a RB one like AP or Charles? Okay, so he's saying Murray and someone like Moncrief, Jones, or Cooper. I don't know which Jones you're talking about. James, maybe? James, probably. I hope it's not Julio. For AP or Charles. So you're saying, Murray, is it Latavius or DeMar? I hate people right now. <laughs> There's too many iterations to this. We can't even answer Yeah, that. I'm sorry. I, but we, the, try, try it again and we'll answer on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, next one. At Segovia 2332 which is the better trade? Dez for Miller and Hillman or Dez for Gurley and Evans? Either one. Yeah. Do either of them. I mean, this isn't coming back to like week 12. What was the second one? 
uh, Gurley and Mike Evans for Dez. Yeah, do that. Do that for sure. Next one at Oct- Octool. Do you agree with the people who are pimping C Mike so, so damn hard? <laughs> <laughs> what JJ does? No, I don't even. I don't even think like it's just worth a bench stash because he's exactly what you want out of a bench stash. Right. He has good. He has good leg drive. <laughs> Next one at Bobby Bill three. Jeremy Hill, Moncrief, Andre Ellington for Antonio Brown and Abdullah. I like how your inflection rises. You know, your voice rises. Well, I need to, so you know that it's a question. But but it, but the whole thing is like flat, and then you're like Abdullah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Hill, Moncrief, Ellington for Antonio Brown and Abdullah. I'd probably take the. Oh man, that's a pretty fair trade. That is. Do what do what you feel is is right. Um, all right, so this is from Polish Tweeter again, the one who had the ambiguous tweet to us before. What is Cooper's ceiling for touchdowns given this four-week sample? Okay. Ten? Ten? Uh, yeah, I was going to say 12. Yeah, somewhere around there. At Yankee Dodd. It's Yankee Dad, and I said Dodd. Dodd. Uh, Dodd. See, Are you, you Swedish? <laughs> Uh, you see Jordan Matthews staying put as a high-end wide receiver too, or are the drop slash inconsistent Bradford play alarming? You know when Xavier was really little, like he, <laughs> Wait, you're not, okay, go ahead. He used to he used to say he used to go daddy daddy. <laughs> I was like, who are like, where did you come from? Like, what country are you? He's like daddy daddy. Like, you say daddy, you do that a daddy. daddy. <laughs> right, you're American. So anyway. So J Matt, I actually think J Matt's a good buy low right now because mm-hmm. he still has eight targets per game. The schedule really opens up. Uh, he's in a really really good spot to be a buy. So I'd hold him if you have him. Uh, the same guy he says you see Dion Lewis is a guy you can already cement in your lineups as a solid RB two play every week. Yes. 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 yes, yes. His floor is Shane Vereen, and Shane Vereen was an RB two last year. Right. Um, next one at Sean Summers. I acquired Dalton and he'll start for me this week. Chances bad Andy Dalton appears. Yeah, I mean, what 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 is that? What I mean, <laughs> out of all the out of all the weeks, he's had he's had really nice matchups, and now yeah, the problem is that you kind of bought high. Yeah, I don't I don't know about that. I don't know. I I mean, if Cutler's there, I would start him. If Mariota is available somehow, get him. Bradford. Bradford, get him. Alex I, Smith. I mean, look at could Dalton be a top twelve quarterback for this week? A QB one. I absolutely. Uh, if but, Dalton's a top twelve QB this week, though, I'm going to say Andy Dalton's going to be a top five quarterback this season. I, legitimately. Well, even if it's a one week sample, I get. I mean, he's he's showing us that he's going to do this against an elite defense. I yeah, I mean, but I but you would be surprised, right? I wouldn't be surprised, no, because I mean, he's balling out right now, and those weapons are so good. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's, and I love it because he's my highest owned quarterback in MFL tens, but. That's he's going to be a top five quarterback if he does well this week. Yeah. I think that we're going to I think we're going to see a more realistic version of Andy Dalton, though. Right. Well, okay. I okay. I, I misunderstood what you're saying. If he does, yeah. I mean, I think that you're underselling a little bit. If he does well this week, he's he could be in line for a top three type season. Potentially, yeah. I mean, I, I think he's playing really, really well. I don't want to take anything away from that. He's playing so well. Uh, but those weapons are so good, and that's certainly helping him. And I, I think just putting that all together, it, that that's why, and, and the schedule, yeah. why he started so hot. 
So this is a huge test for me to see kind of what he is as a quarterback. Fortunately, we streamed him at the beginning of the year, so hopefully you guys have just ridden him. Yeah, you know, I I have to say, I think of credit to Evan Silva. He he pushed Dalton uh, in the in the days and weeks before the season started uh, as as a guy who could be become like an every week starter. And I was very skeptical, obviously, but but wow, I mean, Dalton has I mean lit the world on fire the first four weeks. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next one is at BTR331. I called to make an appointment with my stylist, but she stopped working there. I only know her first name. What do I do? Mm-hmm. That's, you know, I only know my, I only know my stylist's first name. Her name is Nicole. Um, so I would be in the same position. You know what I would do? I would make an appointment on my app to go to Great Clips. <laughs> I have a Great Clips app, and it shows you. You open it up, it shows you where the closest Great Clips are, and shows you how long the wait is. And then you go and you make the appointment. By the, this podcast is not sponsored by Great Clips. It's not. I wish God. I wish it were. I guess we. Could oh, man, if we got a, what if we got a hair company to? Oh, to man. man, that would be amazing. I gotta look into that. Um, by the way, the place where I get my haircut is called Barber at Hell's Bottom. What? It's, yeah, that's what it's called. Just what is this place like on the inside? It is hipster a paradise. <laughs> hipster paradise. Like like I try to hipster it up a little bit, and I still look like a total square. Vinyl vinyl records in there. Yeah, I carry obviously I carry records around, um, <laughs> but it's a oh, and I didn't mention this the other day when we talked about the exorbitant cost of my haircut, but. Uh, it it, uh, it takes me an hour to get there because I have to use the metro, the metro down to DC. Wow! So I am committed. Man, man. Uh, this next one at Myron Isaacs, tight end question: Owen Daniels, Kobe Fleener, or Richard Rogers? Uh, sounds like Dwayne Allen's going to play this week, so I wouldn't play Fleener. Um, so that comes down to Owen Daniels or Richard Rogers. I would ah. probably lean Daniels. I... Yeah, Daniels and Prey. Yeah. The last one, at Gory Lamode. He says, that's definitely not how you say it. Uh, is is Abdullah still a hold in seasonal leagues? How about in Dynasty and Keeper leagues? Well, Dynasty, yes. My God. Yeah, Dynasty for sure. Yeah, he's definitely a hold. I mean, yeah, just, the matchups haven't even been great for Detroit. They're finally going to start using him. They're, they're going to gradually use him more and more because they have no other choice. <gasps> they just don't. But don't worry, Joke Bell will get better. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> All right, Denny. Where can everyone find you? At Barber at Hell's Bottom. No, um, <laughs> it's uh, at CD Carter13 on the Twitter. And uh, my streaming scores, uh, defensive streaming scores, are at thefakefootball.com. Nice. I'm JJ Zacharias, and you can find me on Twitter at LateRoundQB. All my work over at numberfire.com. All right, Denny, good luck in week five. We're in week five. Wow. It's week five. Come on, various Jesuses. Various, this is, yes, this is this is week five streaming in various Jesuses. There you go. All right, guys, good luck this week. Thank you for listening to Live in the Stream. We hope you enjoyed the internet podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long, it's fast. For more fantasy football info, check out LakeGroundQB.com. Hope you come back soon as we share about the teams.